I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum! Astral Radio Z is a horror cult exploitation film podcast by filmmakers, critics, musicians, journalists, and fans for the film obsessed. Here is your host, Derek Terry. Welcome to another episode of Astro Radio Z. As always, I'm your host, Derek Carey, and with me tonight is my girlfriend Amanda. Say hi. Yo. And her friend Casey. How you doing? I'm good. Hello. So this episode kind of happened organically. If you had tuned in two episodes ago, Amanda and I watched all of, in a very stupid marathon, watched all of the Paranormal Activity movies. I've never seen any. I don't plan on never seeing well, you're, you're not <laughs> missing, you're not, missing you're not missing a single fucking thing. No. Um uh, so we watched those, yeah. and then um, during that episode, Amanda uh, recalled this movie that she had watched about ghosts raping a chick, and uh, <laughs> and then no joke, no joke, I guess. Um, and we decided to she she couldn't help herself. As soon as the episode was done, she knew what it was. And I had put out there a contest for anybody that was a listener to get back to me, and I would give them the box set of the Paranormal Activity movies if they could name uh, this movie. And, of course, my bud, Adam Bartlett, who I'd worked with on his movie with John Pata, Deadweight, live Facebooked the episode and got it right away. So uh, I still have yet to get him the box set. I pity him. I don't know if he really wants it, but I'm I'm going to give it to him at some point. So the movie was The Entity. So what we're going to do tonight, I am a virgin to The Entity. I've never seen this. Amanda is super excited because for the first time in our relationship, she finally found something I had not seen. We're pushing almost a year, and I have never been able to recommend a movie he hasn't seen until tonight till the entity which which from what i hear I oh go ahead no that's sorry to interrupt no go i believe my mom like introduced i feel like my mom yeah. like introduced us into this so the movie, backlog which is really inappropriate for like 11 year olds yeah the backlog of how I came about this and who Casey is. Casey's oldest and dearest friend, known each other since this literally the second or third grade. And as a youth, we were obsessed with paranormal activity in real life. UFOs, Bigfoots, ghosts in the night. Her mother, her mom was the same way. Somehow, neither of us quite recall how we attained a copy of this movie on VHS when we were about 11 years old. Casey now thinks her mom probably introduced it to us. And it terrified Which, us. I don't un- understand why she thought that that'd be something. Why it was appropriate. I don't know. But we'll talk. We'll get into that after we watch it again. Our memories had she are ever, refreshed. Had she seen it? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, she sure. saw it. Mm-hmm. So she's a twisted fuck. Yeah, <laughs> my family, like our whole, like everybody's houses are haunted in my family. Yeah. Oh. So she was terrifying us with this movie. I don't know so why. Is, so, so this is basically a PSA against paranormal being in houses because you'll get raped by ghost well, rapes. Hopefully ghost not. rapes. <laughs> but they do touch you sometimes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they yeah. touch you. Listeners <laughs> of Astro Radio Z, here, here's they something if you it. did not know. Ghosts touch you. Sometimes. Uh-huh. Not always. Yeah. In, on the pee-pee. Oh. 
Was it just on the pee-pee? Or is it on other places? This, there well, is a breast-touching scene in this film. Okay, you just got me super excited. Let's All not right. ruin anymore. Okay. A Barbara Hershey. A Barbara Hershey. Let's Barbara not ruin anymore. I have yet to see this movie, so I'm excited. Um, I'm not really, and Amanda knows this, and you guys probably know this. I'm not huge into ghost movies, and I'm also not huge into rape movies. Right. So this is going to be something <laughs> interesting, at least to me. I <laughs> So... Uh, what we're going to do here is we're going to take a break here and you guys want to listen to some music here and a, a few ads for some podcasts I think you guys should check out, like The Bloodlust. Great podcast. Definitely give them a shout out and a, and a look-see and a subscribe and all that jazz. And uh, then we'll be back to, to sit and really talk about this movie and get down to it. And I'll let you know how I feel about them ghost rapes. We'll be right back. So do we. Fucks his little eyeballs yep. out. Because his tongue out. On out. She yep. was great. Do you like American Horror Story? So do we. There were some butts. Yep. Killings. Yep. Butt. Yep. Killings. Butt. Yep. Killings. If it's over 90% cheek, that's your butt. You see the essence of the butt. Are you into vampires dancing in mesh tank tops? Us too. I was mesmerized by the mesh tank top and leather pants. Are you into high-minded film critique and discussion? Because we've got that. And it is beautifully filmed. Like, it really... Just the stark contrast of colors, like you said. Not your thing? How about a dick joke? His dick, dude. He put his yeah. dick in a fucking pig. Come on. We've also got one dude to give dude perspective. Zombie Apocalypse.
Phillips is no time to have your head in the pussy clouds, Mickey. This is survival. <laughs> Thank you. So head over to iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you listen, and subscribe to The Bloodlust, your go-to podcast for classy broads and a token dude talking horror. Welcome home, cunts. We're back. We just finished watching The Entity, and uh, we're ready to finally talk about it. So um, we're, we're going to get, if you haven't seen the film, I suggest you stop this episode, go watch the film, and then come on back. Because there's no way we're going to be able to talk about this without completely spoiling everything that happens in it. So please, if you haven't seen it and want to see it, which we all recommend that you do go see this flick, uh, just stop the episode and come on back. There's there's 45 other episodes of this podcast you could go listen to. Go back, re-listen to my wonderful voice over and over and over again. And then after you watch the entity... Come on back and you can listen to us sit and talk about these rapey ghosts. So anyways, we're all we're going to get into not only the movie, but talk about this was actually based on a real, well, quote unquote, real case of uh, possession and paranormal chicanery. Um, Casey, do you want to kind of talk about uh, what the real case is all about, seeing how during the film you were actually researching this? I was. Um, sure. Apparently, this was based off a true story, but in the movie, her name is Carla Moran. Yeah. Moran, Moran. But the real life person's name was... Something bitterly, I thought. Or, I yeah, find it. Well, the, what Carla Moran needs to say, Carla Moran wasn't the, yeah, the they, real story, it was or the lady's real name, rather. Um, yeah. But it was actually it took place in 1974 in Culver City, California, and supposedly true. I don't know. Do you believe in that stuff? Do you I, believe in that stuff? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, why? Why are you are you religious? I mean, no, I'm not at all. No. So, what makes you believe in this kind of stuff? Because uh, my whole family, like every member of my family, my aunt, my grandma's, my mom and dad's house, there's stuff that happens, and I've heard stuff with my own ears, and I've seen stuff. I've never seen it. Seen it. My mom has seen it twice in two different occasions at her house. Seen what? A Entity, an entity uh, of some kind. She's did, did a you, shadow figure in, in the um, in the kit. Oh no, I'm sorry. In the, the living room, mm-hmm. at one on one occasion, and then on Christmas, a Christmas afternoon, one year, in the kitchen, she's like, I turned around and there was. She's like, I saw her for a split second. And it was a lady, and she mm-hmm. said, I remember what she was wearing. Like, I knew it wasn't any of you guys, and it was gone. Interesting. And I've heard it. It sang to me. It sang? What What did it sing? It's the stupidest thing. Was it Bon Jovi? No, <laughs> it wasn't. But so, <laughs> like, I moved out of my parents' house, and then I had to move back after whatever, couple different incidents. I had to move back after I moved out after I was, like, 25. And um, I was in my downstairs bedroom, and around 5, 5.30, very often, I would hear stuff. And my parents' room was... Like, on the other Next, side of the yeah, house. The yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. But one night, around 5, 5.30, I heard this noise, and it was like, I was sleeping, but I wasn't, and I know it wasn't a dream, and it was a guy's voice, a man's voice, and it was like, he was doing, like, notes, like, chords, like, mm. da 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 It was so fucking weird. 
Oh, he was, oh, he was prepping his voice. He's yeah. prepping his voice yeah. for, for the concert, for the real yeah. show. I'm serious. It's yeah. so fucking yeah. weird. Why would I make that up? That's you know what weird. I mean? Yeah. And I was like, uh, and then I was like, maybe his dad? And I was like, uh, I can't see your dad doing that. If I put in the morning, and it didn't sound like him. <laughs> and then um, on other occasions, when my sister um, lived with them at the time, she slept upstairs, which right now nobody, it's pretty much n- nobody goes up there, but her room was on the way... Room always yeah. freaked me out when I, we were kids. Which Amanda's been there, so she understands. Yep. Um, it's like there's a long. There's my bedroom was like below the stairs, basically, so I could hear. It's a really old house, wooden stairs. Anybody who's going up the stairs, you can oh, yeah. totally hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one night when it was around five thirty, I heard the door, the kitchen door, to the upstairs open, and then I heard someone go up the stairs, and then. If they were walking down the hallway, you'd totally hear it because it's so loud and old and creaky. Sure. But it stopped the, at the top of the stairs. And then nothing. And nothing. that was it. And then nothing. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And then I asked her <laughs> the morning. I was like, did you go to the bathroom like around five-ish? She's like, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's weird. And one time I was home alone. And I went out. <laughs> so this continued. Yeah. This is hap- lots of stuff happened. Like so many weird stuff has happened in my like in that house. But okay. it's like helpful. It's not creepy. It's it's always just been there. I think it's honestly a family member. I really do. These kind of movies, just because of these experiences, actually, do they do they scare you? Do they? Not really. But does it does it lead you to believe that things like this actually happen? Oh yes. Okay, so who wants to do you want you do the the elevator pitches for all the movies. So yeah. what is you, uh, Amanda, why don't you tell your synopsis as of what the entity is? Okay, so I'm not going to do a snarky intro because on the paranormal activities I always did snarky intros for the movies, but in this uh, movie the entity starring Barbara Hershey released in the very early 1980s. Barbara Hershey, single mother to a teen son and a couple of small kids living in a small uh, kind of rundown house in Southern California, begins experiencing some bizarre uh, anomalies in her home that really kick off with a bang. <laughs> there's Certainly. no, uh, yeah, there's no uh, candles being blown out, mirrors fogging up, clanks in the night. She gets sucker punched in the mouth, thrown on her bed, and violently raped uh, as the first encounter with this with a spirit. Um, so eventually she uh, feels as though this is happening repeatedly in the home she reaches out to the psychology community thinking she's perhaps going crazy they think that it is uh, kind of uh, masturbation guilt uh, manifesting in numerous ways well not only just masturbation guilt but also like a systemic problem that's happened because of psychological problems right when she was growing up and her sexual partners and things of that nature yeah she felt like there may be some inappropriate contact with her dad who was a minister then her first real boyfriend was much older than her when she was 16 and left her or died excuse me he was an alcoholic pill addict and died and then her next boyfriend was significantly older her more of a father figure fathered two children with her and left so they're thinking you know the psychology community is thinking that it could be um some long-seated things and uh anyway uh Nobody believes her. She feels like she's going crazy. Then her son is involved um, inadvertently 
with this in, in a rape scene. So then her children believe her, but nobody else believes her, including her psychologist, of course. Then a friend witnesses some bizarre experiences and she believes her. They start researching these things and come into a bunch of parapsychologists who happen to work for the university in which she elicited psychological care and uh, is coaxed into this um, experiment in which the entity... They try to trap the yeah, entity. Yeah, where they try to trap the entity and ultimately end up doing so. And uh, But then it escapes um, in of the end of the film is. and uh, mocks her when she comes back to her home by saying, welcome back. I'm not going to say the word. Welcome back. Oh, it was my intro. It was <laughs> yeah. my intro to this section. Yeah. Welcome, welcome home, back. cunt. Yeah, welcome See home. See you next Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. So yeah. that's it. Before we get into the, you know, breaking down this film, start talking about the various elements of it, let's let's go around and let's just give general thoughts of what we thought of this flick. Casey, you want to go first? Yeah, I think, I think it's a scary movie. Like... Mm-hmm. I know it's an older movie and stuff, but I think it's a lot better than some of the shit that's out, you know that's yeah. out there right now. But it's just it's scary to think that that it did supposedly happen to somebody, and I can't imagine being in that situation. You know, like that's scary. That's like I don't know. I you think, can't protect yourself from no, it. No, you can't see it. You don't know what's gonna. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a obviously old movie, but I think it's it's pretty good for an old yeah. movie. I mean, not to, to already go into it, but for an old movie, this was graphic. Really graphic. Yeah. Like, when this ghost gets at it and starts raping her, it which does not fuck like, around. Yeah, which is within, like, 20 minutes of the yeah. opening oh, sequence. Oh, absolutely. It's very, very quick. And even the first rape scene is pretty intense, and they only get more intense throughout the course yeah. of the film. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're offended by that kind of thing, I mean, this is not the movie for you. Yeah. I, and I agree with Casey. I think this film kind of holds up to the test of time. Again, as we mentioned, my first expo- our first exposure to watching this oh, film. Oh, this is was interesting. When- you got to listen to this, folks. Our first exposure to watching this film was when Casey and I were like 11 years old. And there is, like, some really graphic sex scenes, full-on Barbara Hershey frontal nudity, and it was terrifying as a kid. And then, to think that it was based on a true story when Mm -hmm. I was a kid scared me shitless. Yeah. And to this day, there are some parts in it that were, like, and make that... Oh, makes my cockles stand up. <laughs> let me yeah. let me tell you. You know, there were a lot of people bitching about how they wanted a PG thirteen version of Deadpool, the movie that just came out this last yeah. week, and they're up in arms. So it's a comic book character, PG thirteen. You need to get, make this for the kids. You guys, as somebody rented this movie for you when you were that age. <laughs> There's nobody should be renting this for right? any kids. I think we might have gotten at the library. Maybe we I got the know. library. I don't know. <laughs> so the story changes. You guys actually know. rented this well, movie. I don't really know how we got I still can't even it. believe a librarian would let us get this Somehow movie. we got Well, the ra- librarian obviously hadn't watched this. Oh, Maybe that's no. it. I mean, but it had to be. What was it rated? It was rated R. There's yeah. no. I mean, there's full frontal nudity. Okay. There's rape. there's extended sex scenes. Violent there's rapes. A violent. Like she gets beat around, and there's yeah. visual proof of it. 
Yeah. There's a scene in which she is raped on a couch in front of her children. Yes. I mean, what do you think of it? I mean, before I really get into what I thought, what did you, what were you, like, did this movie hold up for you? Do you feel this is scary? What, I mean, what are your thoughts well, on this? Well, I guess as an adult now, when I watch it, looking at the piece on a whole, it is not frightening to me, but... I'm also sitting in a basement with two other people. <laughs> we, we admittedly, we were talking through it and making yeah. light of, of the well, film. And, and I'm yeah. and me and Casey, we are steadfast believers in different planes of existence. Yes. And so I, um, I want to think that something like this couldn't happen. And I guess in the deepest parts of my heart, I don't think it could. I have a story that might. Yeah. Parallel yes, I guess in the deepest heart p- parts of my existence, I don't, I don't believe that it could. But there is a little part of me that's just like, eh, I think something was happening to that woman, mm-hmm. like, whether something. it was a psychological phenomenon mm-hmm. or not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'll, I've yeah. said this before on my, on my show, and, uh, and I'll say it again. I'm an atheist. Yeah. I don't I don't believe in spirit I believe in spirituality but it doesn't tie into the metaphysical mm-hmm. um, so I have a tough time um, going there and, I mean I've yeah. I've suffered from sleep paralysis in which mm-hmm. I've had those dreams about the 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 spirit pressing on my chest and talking to me in different tongues mm-hmm. and hanging out in different areas and make and I would feel like I was awake but couldn't move around mm-hmm. so that movie The Nightmare that's out there is you specific won't I won't even it. watch yeah. it because I've experienced it and that made me question whether or not you know my my thoughts on on uh the hereafter and spirits and things of that nature but I still feel there's because it's a mass psychosis there's something else energy. going on there's something else going on. energy is one thing but then then attribute it to to things that are dead and still you know corporal beings that are that are from the afterlife or from the ether that's different different dimension that we don't even know about i don't know because i'm i'm kind of with you on that and now since you know recent death in my my life like of a loved Mm -hmm. one i've began to question these things things more but i still am i don't know if i'm like definitely atheist always thought that for a very long time but now i'm thinking that there is something else but it's i don't know it's it's hard to explain do you know what i mean yeah because i do think there's something and i do think that honestly i feel like people are reincarnated and that that maybe once you die you some people just hang around and some people Mm -hmm. just get reincarnated right away i don't know like i really i i don't know but i do feel that Obviously, there's something because the stuff that I've experienced in my family, and it's, I don't know. I maybe we'll never know, but it's so crazy and it interests me so much. Mm-hmm. Like I just want to know about it because right. it's just so like crazy. Like, why? I think our minds really conjure up. I mean, this is this is what this kind of movie does is that it makes you when you want to sit and talk about it, you you obviously have to sit and like try and rationalize what actually mm-hmm. happened in this film. Mm-hmm. Is this possible? Is she really just psychologically damaged? Uh, but it, but once they start making it real and it's a corporal thing where other uh, other people are actually mm-hmm. experiencing this and and mm-hmm. seeing it, are they also part of a mass psychosis? I mean. They, they the film posits that they tried a uh, scientific method yeah. in order to actually explain what was going on, mm-hmm. and of course because it's a movie, 
it becomes, you know, because The Exorcist was such a huge film. Yeah. It becomes this whole, you know, let's see if we can top it. Let's make mm-hmm. it as vile and nasty as we possibly can. I mean, without going into, do you really feel this is this yeah. is real? I guess for me, this this movie wasn't scary. It was just interesting. Yeah. Mm. It was it was it was mm. interesting, and it's it's an interesting discussion to have from a psychological standpoint. Is is this a point a manifestation of her, uh, like what she has gone through in her entire life, or is this actually something that's yeah. that's happening? Well, and if you believe in the good energy sticking mm-hmm. around, it posits you have to believe that there's well, bad course. energy that can yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Of course. Well. Yeah. Um, when my aunt lived above where my parents used to live, my nephew or my cousin, I think he was two or three, he was little. Um, supposedly, there was something that attacked him, and he had bite marks on his back. Mm. Which is something that happened in this film as yeah. well when she yeah, was she raped did. in that and that's one what I scene. Mean. Yeah. And my aunt, I think, took him to the doctor because she didn't. No, and they were like, happened. "Oh, he did that," and she's like, "He can't. It's on his back," and I don't know, but. He said it was in his closet. Isn't yeah. that freaking creepy? Very Ick. interesting. Very like, interesting. things like that that just, like, creep the fuck out of me. But yeah. I'm, I don't know, like, maybe, yeah, it's like a different dimension. Because I watched a show, um, Dead Files, if you ever watch mm-hmm. it, with Amy <laughs> Allen. And I think that's her name. And um, she has said on that show that they aren't, they're not spirit, like, human spirit beings. They're from a Just different energy. dimension. Yeah. And they're they have no form and no, no shape. And they take on whatever form or shape they want to. And they are not nice. She said they're not from a, they're not from here. They're from a different dimension. Yeah. Hmm. And that, I don't know, that makes more sense. That yeah, that actually makes sense to me too. <laughs> well, and I know a, you're, you're secretly going to laugh at me. No, I don't, th- I don't what, think so either. Maybe that's where evil comes from. <laughs> I don't know. So they actually kind of take that idea in this film that even though she is projecting it to be some male body that's raping her and that's violating her, that as the movie progresses, it becomes a much more globulous kind of just overall energy that's that's violating her and actually terrorizing everyone that Mm -hmm. surrounds her. Now, do you feel as the movie went along... Did it hold up over its really bloated two-hour runtime? Do you think it kind of it, it built to a satisfying climax where all of a sudden they get to this research facility and try to trap I it in this kind of like MacGyvery yeah. setup that was I ridiculous? I think they could have probably done without that whole, yeah, you know, yeah, that whole shebang. I, thing I think they probably could have cleaned out a couple of parts. I mean. After, like, three rape scenes, I'm not sure how many more rape scenes I want and or need to see. Right. Particularly because there's a couple that are really illicit for me, a very visceral reaction. Right. For example, the scene where she's raped in the bathroom and her face is smashed against a mirror and there is motion in her body that suggests she is being violently raped and then it throws her face against a shower curtain and the shower curtain's whipping around and And you know she is being... She's like, I don't know, Yeah, there are several scenes where her legs are forcefully spread apart. And uh, like if if you've ever had any type of sexual trauma, this is probably not a film for you to watch because it is very graphic. So I think they could have done without a few of the rape scenes um, because there is multiple. Yeah, there's probably five. Yeah, there's five rape scenes. I think I don't know. I I think of if anything. 
the ongoing sequences with all of the psychologists that just yeah. went on forever we could get have been it. cut out. Nobody believes you. Right? Yeah, yeah definitely. Because that kind of killed the momentum for a while in this yeah. movie. That all of a sudden, after the, the, the one sequence where she's violated in front of her children... The film dies for a good, like, yeah. 45 minutes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, for, for me, and, and at that point, you know, the first half hour, other than the rape sequences, we were really goofing on this movie pretty hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it was really hard to kind of, like, get into it, other than it was, the, there was these scenes of really intense trauma and horror, and then it just was kind of felt a little hokey. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's a pretty natural reaction to just from anybody after you, even though we're just watching it on a screen, it's still an uncomfortable experience and you want to kind of lighten it a little bit naturally to kind of joke a little bit and be able to poke fun at the hokey parts. While I don't think that was the director's intention, you know, we're making fun of these cheesy ass beards that these guys have and the fact that everybody's wearing plaid and smoking in the doctor's office. Oh, let's talk about that doctor sequences now you're you are a nurse <laughs> yeah i am so so you work with doctors mm-hmm. so watching this back in the 80s they're at this uh this board meeting where yeah. they're trying to assess whether or not you know she's being legitimate they're going mm-hmm. through her history oh it, it, she was violated by her uh, by Dad, what a priest and blah 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 blah, blah. yeah and they are just puffing stogies and lighting up cigarettes like they never smoked a, a day in their life. Like, this is the last cigarette they're ever going to have. So Is I, it weird looking at that kind of stuff? No, because until recently, um, when smoking was banned in public buildings, up until... And, and they kind of realized that smoking was fucking terrible for you. Um, so I'm talking, like, into the very early 90s, even... Smoking in hospitals was allowed. And it was not uncommon for nurses to smoke in the hospital ashtrays to be everywhere, dogs to smoke in the hospital, patients to be allowed to smoke in the hospital. And in fact, when I first started my nursing career, which was six years ago only, I mean, in the span of time, it's not that long ago, I worked in a facility that still had a smoking lounge for patients, for doctors, for nurses. There was a smoking lounge inside the nursing facility. That's so it was not that long ago that they still allowed that type of thing. And they removed that smoking lounge after the ban of smoking in public buildings. And that's very recent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Within yeah. the last 10 years or so. Right. Yeah. This was six, six years, years ago. ago right, right when after. I first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right when I first started working there, they got rid of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I see that. It was silly. I think, I, we all laughed pretty Yeah, hard. we were all laughing really hard. But that's that's really not that far off from. The truth sure. before, before um, you know, kind of the evils of smoking were looked at. That was still going on. I had this conversation with my oldest daughter um, <laughs> last the last week uh, that I saw her, and because there was she was watching some video where they were they had candy cigarettes. Oh, and she, that just like blew her absolute mind. Which is really stupid. Well, yeah. I mean, but I know we grew up. Nobody without. smokes anymore. I had like, to explain no. to yeah. her at one time. They were delicious. Ki- people thought that that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Like kids thought that was really cool. They got yeah. to like got act those. like they were cigarettes. I'd go. I'd get my money from like oh, whatever yeah. and go to the mini mart across the street and get oh, my candy yep. cigarettes. Or I'd go over to Litkey's. Go yeah, Litkey's meat market. <laughs> oh, Tony dorks. <laughs> So anyway, so there's the the movie's very dated. Yeah, there's no doubt that it's very it's it's pretty dated, 
and it's overlong. What what stuck out? Like what Casey, what really worked for you in this movie? Was there what were the good parts of this movie? If you were to walk away and say, "Hey, this this is what I really liked about this." I can't say I really liked any of the rape scenes. <laughs> <They were laughs> I'm look, yeah, I'm totally forcing very, you to say that you love the rape they scenes. They were very well done. I mean, I don't know. Um <laughs> that sounds terrible. I don't know. Um, was there anything in particular you liked in this film? I don't know. I just, I guess I just like the movie as a whole. I, I can't say I, I, I'm thinking, trying to be like, oh, I think that was a good part, but I don't just know. Just as a collective. Yeah, like, I just mm-hmm. like collective, like, movie, like, all together. I just, I liked it, or enjoy it, I guess. <laughs> Amanda? So... When I when we decided we were gonna watch this, it brought me back to my parents' basement, uh, fifteen plus years ago, watching this film. (laughs) And there was a couple of scenes that stuck out for me uh, when we watched this film as a kid that I recall very clearly. And one of them was the shower rape scene, because it was just like so gnarly. Yeah, I remember actually, you know, taking baths. And being frightened. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah. Huh. Genuinely being yeah. frightened after That's that. That's happened to me. Yeah. And, um, and uh, yeah, so I, I recall that scene in particular. I recall a scene where her car goes out of control and she doesn't have control over her that car. That was a really hokey ass scene. That was a little hokey. Yeah, it was a little hokey. That that one didn't necessarily stand up. <laughs> I think that one could have cut out completely. <laughs> yeah. And, it looked uh, like something from, like, the 50s. It didn't even look like right. it fit within this movie whatsoever. Right. And I remember the scenes where you see Barbara Hershey's body and you see something touching her, but you can't see its physical the, form. Yeah, yeah, the the booby grab scene. Yeah. The, boob, the boob grab scene. Yeah, I suppose that does stick out. I do recall that. And I, so yeah. as a kid, I was terrified of it because the, the effects are very good. I think even to this day, they stand up really well. And I, because I didn't understand how they did it. There's only a few scenes, a few moments within the scenes where it's obvious that it isn't Barbara Hershey's body, that her body is probably laying under the bed or something right, like that. Right. Just her head is exposed. But even in the the first time it shows that sequence. Oh, it looks legit. It looks great. Mm-hmm. I, I had to ask Derek, how do you think they did that? So I remember those scenes. And I remember the fact that her Barbara Hershey's boyfriend, like, finally sees this manifestation and he pieces out. Yeah, he's like, dude, I can't handle this. I'm out of here. <laughs> I, I could handle her. He I could yeah. handle cancer, but not this. I could handle cancer. I could handle this. I could handle that. But a mysterious entity raping and assaulting my partner. Nah, fuck you guys. I'm out, out of here. I'm out. Peace out. Bye, Felicia. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there's a couple There's a couple of scenes that really stuck out for me. I mean, I, I remember really liking the movie on a whole, and I still do like the movie on a whole. And the um, the uh, compositions, the musical compositions. There's, you know, it's just like <laughs> at the rape scenes. It's just like really driving. And that was yeah. driving you guys nuts. I didn't it like was, it at all. I didn't like it at all it's either. So creepy. It's well, it's like uncomfortable to me music. because it, it to. What I think it's probably trying to emulate or yeah. reference is the motion of penetration. That's the first thing oh, that I'm jumps sure. in my mind. I'm sure. Is like the the physical yeah. act of of rape and the rhythm to it if that's an okay thing to say oh absolutely but like the 
motion yeah. of it. And so that, that was like very icky to me. That is icky. I just thought it's... So it, for me, it worked. I just <laughs> thought it was shitty. Like it sounded like shitty. It was cheesy. <laughs> I, I didn't like it. I, I really <laughs> thought, one, it was very high in the mix. And it just oh. felt like it was overpowering oh. with, during, it, it, like, it didn't build. Don't it was like all was of a the- sudden. <laughs> 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 but don't you think that's the point? Rape is an overpowering, overbearing situation. But that's my overall problem with the film in general is that it, it just starts and stops. Oh, like, I there's see. no tension in it. I there's see. nothing that's scary about it. It just, it it's more of a violating kind of movie where it's kind of like, if I would liken it, it's the last house on the left of oh, of ghost okay, movies. I see. Like literally, there's no there's no subtlety to it. It's it's. I've seen that movie. Yeah, last I've house seen on the left, the original and the remake. Yeah, yeah. yeah it just the, it's all its only purpose is yeah. to upset you. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I thought this movie really was. I uh, <laughs> in the end, I don't know if I particularly <coughs> liked it. I, I think, think it it's uncomfortable moments. to say that you like it. But. Well, no, I mean, if it's a good, if it's a good movie, it's a good movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I can say, what? I know you guys are. This reference is going to fall flat with you, but my listeners will know what this is. I think the movie Irreversible by Gaspar Noé, which essentially is just one huge fucking rape movie, um, is an amazingly powerful film that affects you when you're done watching it. But I can't. I, I I would say yeah. It's a it's a good movie because it, it serves its purpose. But you can still say I don't like it. You can yeah. still recognize if something's well yeah. done and artistic yeah. and it yeah. and it has merit and not enjoy it. Yes, yeah, so I see what you're saying. So I mean, this film to me just didn't work on a lot of levels. I yeah. think there were scenes in it like like the bat. We all agree the bathroom rape scene is probably the most effective sequence yeah. in this entire movie. Yeah. That worked really great. It went on way too long. Agreed. That, way that too partic- long. The movie on a whole or that scene? The, the movie on a whole. Yeah, yeah. I think that I scene went on. Too. Yeah, I would too. It's over two accept. hours. It's two hours, five minutes. Right. It's a very long movie. I didn't realize it was yeah, so long. It was, I don't I don't really think it it, it needed to be that long. But, um, you know, they were try- I think they were trying to... I didn't quite get it. I didn't quite get the pacing of this movie mm. at all. That's what kind of didn't work for me. Now, w- while we were watching, we were kind of, if we were just going to talk about, you know, the craft of the film itself, um, the way that it was shot, uh, the different camera angles and stuff like that, uh, you guys seemed to enjoy what they were doing with the camera. Did it, did it, did the way that they were constantly changing angles and shooting from the floor and all this other stuff, did that kind of heighten the experience to you guys? Or did you think it was a little artistically unnecessary to be doing this all the time? I think at some point it was a little overwhelming. They could have gotten away with not doing so much of it, yeah. but I think I understand the point of it. Yeah. It's to, it's to try and bring you to and disorient you. Yeah. It's tr- supposed, I think it's supposed to try and disorient you a bit or get you to a point where you, are thinking, well, what perspective am I looking at this from? Mm-hmm. How am I looking at this? Am I supposed to be kind of at the the Barbara Hershey's viewpoint or the entity's mm-hmm. viewpoint? Or, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, just, just be disoriented on yeah. a whole. Right, right. But at the end of the day, you were researching this film. <laughs> what is the actual case? Like, what actually... Was this pretty close to what the, the actual case was? Um, was this... Yes and no. Um... From what I read, the entity haunting a 
the true Doris story of Doris Bither. Mm. Okay, so the name's There's different. There's her name, Doris Bither. Bither. That's what we were trying to think of before. Um, basically, investigation, August 22nd, 1974, Culver City, California. Da, 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 believing this would be open case shut. Showed up at Doris Bither's house, not expecting much. Little did they know this case would be the one of the biggest in, in paranormal history. Like, she met the paranormal researchers at the bookstore, so that... Oh, okay, that, that was pans true. out the same, yeah. Um, and that she had, I guess, a six-year-old daughter and three sons. Oh, okay. So that's a little different. Um, but, yeah, the house was in shambles and squalid living conditions and had a tumultuous relationship between the mother and father... The children investigated. In which, in this movie, they claim the father had died in a Mm -hmm. car wreck because he was a drunk. And the other one took off. Yeah. And I did read it further on that, towards the end there, like, um, when they came and took the video. Photos and and videos and stuff. That she was actually, like, I guess, like, like an alcoholic and, like, into drugs and stuff. Oh. Oh. Well, but you had said, because there is, as the movie escalates... Uh, the, the entity, quote-unquote entity, starts uh, materializing and visualizing itself to the people that are uh, investigating this case with with lightning mm-hmm. and other weird apparitions like green yeah. lights and all this stuff. And you yeah. had found a picture, mm-hmm. because they actually filmed this mm-hmm. stuff, um, that, that visualized this as well. And mm-hmm. they suppose this is an actual, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. photograph of... Yeah. Yeah. You know, the entity. Well, the photo, if I can describe it, it uh, shows Doris Bither sitting on a bed in um, kind of like a light halo um, over the top of her being. And uh, they, they, they suppose that it is this entity that's kind of following her and whatever else. Provoking it, a greenish, greenish mist started to form in the corner. And that's what they showed in the movie. Yeah. As it was cooling... The green mist started swirling, growing, and growing with seconds. The form of a man's upper torso started to become visible in the mist. Oh, my. Very large, mm. and a lot of muscles is what they reported seeing. <laughs> a lot tough. of muscles! Well, well, he was tough, you know. Yep. The torso of the being did not show facial details, but did show the investigators musculature. Um, from that, what they gathered, this was a male entity, and investigators soon fainted after seeing this. <gasps> fainted! Wow. Oh well, it was stated during once they started investigating this, when she decided to talk to Beard McPherson, the, the doctor <laughs> that was uh, that was on the case, yeah. that uh, she had been violated by a man, and that he had forced her to have uh, sex, and she couldn't see him, and then he asked her, well, did he ejaculate? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, like, <laughs> like ghost. We had come to the conclusion that his jizz would also be transparent. Fos- fos- the- phosphorescent under black light, yeah, however. Yeah, you could only see. <laughs> I want, listeners of Astro Radio Z, do you think ghost jizz will come up if you have a black light? If you do, no pun intended. Right, yeah, yeah, that was intentional. <laughs> uh, write to me at Astro Radio Z Podcast at gmail.com to let me know how do you actually see ghost jizz. But this was one of the funniest parts of the entire movie. Yeah, we, we decided jizz. that we went on for a long time about this ghost jizz. I we just, couldn't figure out. I mean, I how just did she know? You had, I mean, yeah. was it wet? Did she just figure it out? Did she... How did she know? I don't know. I decided that if you turn on a black light in Barbara Hershey's room, the whole thing would glow. 
This ghost is just spraying everywhere. I mean, he was Ew. all over that place. Ew! You know? Well, they were tossed. I, this is it's horrible just for us to trivialize to trivialize rape. Into madness here. Uh, so anyways, without going on and on and on and on, let's go ahead. And, I think we could give our final thoughts yeah. on what the, what this flick is. Uh, Amanda, ultimately, is this? Is, would you say yes to this movie oh, to yeah. watch? Oh, yeah, I would say yes to watch it. Um, if you are easily offended by violent sex and rape or you've experienced some type of traumatic sexual experience, probably not the film for you. Uh, but I would watch it again. I would, uh, you know... Scared shitless as a youth, um, <clears throat> not so much anymore. But I would, I would still watch it. On a, on the level of Paranormal Activity four to uh, the Poltergeist, what's the level? What like where would you rank this film? Paranormal Activity four to Poltergeist. Paranormal and where's Poltergeist in? Poltergeist. I, I would I'd, it, I'd put that at the top. I okay. would give it a. I would give it a solid Tales from the Crypt. Uh, that reference makes no sense. In the, well, I, I kind of gave. Well, I gave you an impossible task there. So, so anyway, that's good. Yeah. Okay, that's I'll give it. That's good. That's a positive. That's a positive. Yeah, Casey, I totally. Yeah. Um, I would give it two thumbs up. Yeah. I would totally. I mean, yeah, I'd watch it again. Probably not by myself and at night. Mm. Well, I think this is a totally different experience for a female than it is a male. That's true. At least from my perspective, it, I didn't find... I could see how this could be a very hard film for a woman to watch. Well, and I, you know, I think it just... The, the, go, the entity in this film can easily translate into kind of some of the violent... Um, some of the violent uh, predators for just women on a daily mm-hmm. basis. Yeah, not necessarily you know? even a invisible rapist. Just yeah, right. It could just. It, I mean, it could be referencing some of the aggressive culture towards women. Well, I'm gonna say this. Oh no. The sleazoids of Astro Radio Z listeners might get into this flick. It's got a lot of sleaze factor to it. There's a lot of nudity. There's there's violent aggression, um, but in at the end of the day, other than those scenes, this movie was a snore. <laughs> this like, honestly, I don't know if I could give this one a thumbs up. Oh, no! I don't know. I, I kind of liked it. There were moments in it, and I kind of liked the hokey big Ooh, climax. You're with, hard to please, huh? I am. I yeah. am. I like yeah. the big climax where they had this whole facility, this improbable situation where they're trying to lock this demon up and where they spray Ser- it. Where Tom Servo comes yeah. out of midair. Yeah, trying to spray the demon with liquid hydrogen and all this. It was just a total improbable situation that the moment before it even happened, I was picking it apart saying, well, this doesn't make any fucking sense? How the fuck but is this gonna work? Isn't that okay? Just watch yeah. a movie. No, just, it totally and is. Just be like, just let it, you know, just yeah. just let it unravel and just be like, yeah. Meh. whatever. But that was the part of the movie I liked. Yeah. The rest of the movie kind of was just like. Well, that makes me sad. When the rape parts were the best parts of the movie. Honestly, I to me, it is still one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Like creepy, just weird, like. Like I said, I won't probably watch it. I don't get scared very easily, like mm-hmm. by anything, really like ghost stuff. But it's creepy. That and the Exorcist, I can't watch it. It's a weird. It's, it's definitely a weird movie. I think, you know, your mileage may vary on this. 
Yeah. It, I, I, t- t- for me, I just thought it was the pace was all over the place. Its tone was all over the place. I just ultimately, I don't know if I'd ever watch that again. Ah, uh, I feel so bad. Don't I feel bad. I finally recommend a movie you've never seen and you hate it. I didn't hate it. I just don't know if I'd ever watch it again. Oh. Yeah, I think I would recommend if you're not like like you said, if you're not into rape. Um, it, it's an odd way of saying it. No, there's there. If well, you're it, uncomfortable with rape, or? We're, we're, I know you guys aren't maybe as entrenched in like the horror scene as I am. I I know that the listeners and the people that that follow my show and the people that follow the movies I make and the the, the this grouping of people that is something that happens in a lot of horror yeah. movies. So I mean. When I say that, that that is pertaining to, well, if yeah. you watch these kind of movies and you're not into rape, um, this may be a film you want to avoid mm-hmm. altogether. Because mm-hmm. the, the stuff is really gratuitous and it's really in your face. For, for a 1972 flick... We even said there is no way that this would no, have missed the big screen. We yeah. 81. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. it actually happened. It happened. Yeah. That's right, right, right. We, we 82. Were, 1982 okay, when 82. this came out. Yeah, yeah, we were even seeing while we were watching this, like... There is no way somebody would be able to make this film right now and for show a mass it for mass culture. There's and no the, way. And no. Put it the up. underground makes this kind of stuff every single day. Yeah. No, so, I know. I'm mean, saying for mass market. Right. Yeah. But no, you won't be able to say Like the James Wan version that, that's going to come out soon of this, I can guarantee you is not going to have uh, a ghost giving a chick doggy style <laughs> in a... In a bathroom, yeah. forcefully against the wall. That's not going to happen. So I don't know. I it, your mileage may vary on this. I personally didn't get into it, but I I don't know. I just thought it was hokey. <sighs> I like hokey shit, so it's kind of like weird to me. There was if it was. Hey, I'll say this: if this movie was eighty minutes long, maybe I would have liked yeah. this movie. Could edit a lot out. Two, two hours. Of a bunch of dudes screaming and trying to figure out what's going on yeah, with lots of beards and flannel. <laughs> there was a lot of flannel in and plaid. I don't. Like I Paul don't know. Bunyan. Yeah. I don't. Paul know. Bunyan was the style in 1982. I apparently, so. Barbara Hershey was great in the film. Yeah. But other than that, man, man, man. So, so before we go, let's go ahead. What is probably? Let's go and give our. What is your favorite? Ghost film. Movie? Yeah. Casey, go. Oh, God. Any ghost film of, like... Your any... favorite. Like, what would you pick as... Would you pick The Entity as your favorite no, ghost film? I love Poltergeist. Yeah. That's, my like, one of my favorites. It's rad as fuck. Amanda. Oh. You go first. I gotta Me? think on this for a second. Oh, it's gotta be Poltergeist. 100%. Oh. That's why I used it as the top. <laughs> but but seriously, like that since I was little, like I always thought it was so awesome. And it's still like I love films, it. Yeah. Like whenever it's on TV, I'll watch it. It's, yeah. Like stuff's cut it's out. Because it's fun. It's fun and those, And it's scary at the same and time. Did you know those bodies in the swimming pool were actually really dead people? What? That's pretty cool. They what? used they used the actual cadaver bodies in the swimming pool. Oh. When she like falls in the swimming pool oh. and she's like trying to get out yeah. and those bodies pop up, those are real dead people. Well, the skeleton. Yeah, I should say. Yeah, I mean, oh. <laughs> they didn't use rotten corpses. I'm saying like, holy no, but, shit! But the, I <laughs> what the were... fuck am I missing? Yeah, this isn't this isn't <laughs> the Men Behind the Sun where they're actually using corpses in the in the film. No, but you know, but those were yeah, people those at were one people. Point. Wow. Yeah. I enjoy that part. Okay. Of it. You're up. 
don't know why I feel so much pressure here to make a decision. What's one you really like? Gotta be a ghost. I'm, gonna, I'm drawing a whole. It was the entity. Blank. Okay, so I'm making the choice for you. I'm, a, I'm drawing a whole goddamn blank here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amanda is speechless. We've left her speechless for the first time, maybe in my life. Well, oh come on, favorite book. What? <laughs> what about a? What about? You know, it's not really a ghost movie, and it just recently came out, but the movie Insidious. Oh, that's a great flick. That movie I've genuinely, never seen it. yeah. You should see that. It's really? a good that movie. Genuinely what scary. What did you think about The Uh. No. I didn't dig that one. I thought there were some mm. scary parts. I actually read read the the true story that mm. it's based off of the mm. Andrea Perel. Right, right. Yeah. I have her um, two books, and I read them, oh. and they are kind of similar, but there's lots yeah. of stuff they're missing. But yeah, sure. That obviously they can't uh. put into the full movie. Yeah, no, the um, Insidious genuinely really? frightened me. Yeah, Insidious, well, I guess Insidious it, huh? genuinely scared me. Well, yeah, it had it had uh, the the, it. the core of a good ghost film or or any horror film in general has and to it be believable. Dimensional planes, well, it has to which... involve believable, likable characters yeah. that you empathize with yeah. and want don't want to see tormented mm-hmm, by mm-hmm, these mm-hmm. spirits. Yeah, and a lot of them fall like The Conjuring. I didn't give two fucks about any of those people that were in that movie, mm. and that's why that thing fell apart. Is that the one where the ghost uh, is at the clothesline and the sheep yes. blows away? That yeah. was the movie I was trying to tell you about. Oh, the other that day. movie! That movie did nothing for me. <sighs> Absolutely nothing. Yeah, it was okay. The Conjuring. Yeah, no, no. Insidious was Insidious. Insidious. Really, I, I think it. was. It was. I mean, really I thought good. there were yeah. some creepy parts, but yeah, I don't know if I would say yeah. like that was the best. Oh, movie it was ever. a good one. There, yeah. Insidious really. Who? Oh, really? It made the hair stand up in the back of my neck I'll when I was home alone a couple of times. I don't know yes. if I could watch it home alone. I usually don't yeah. get scared, though. Well, there's a really uncomfortable scene in the movie. With well, don't involves... ruin it for her. I don't know. Oh, yeah, okay. Don't ruin it for her. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would say watch it. I watched it by myself. I thought it was pretty creepy. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. I liked yeah, it. I, liked it. I thought it was good. So, yeah. anyways, there was the entity. Uh, the rapey... <laughs> <laughs> I, for, from now on, I will label the rapey ghost film. Yeah, rapey uh, ghost That's it. Uh, two thumbs up and one thumb down for me, so I guess I got outvoted on my own show here. So. Yeah. Well, but I think this movie brings back a lot yeah, of fun childhood memes. There you that go. Fun childhood memories. Reminiscing about all oh, them ghost yes. rapes. Scared out of our wits. <laughs> 11 years old, huddled, huddled under a blanket together on the edge of tears. Like, just watch it like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if we knew what sex was. And I remember at the end of the movie, the ghost talking to her. I do not remember him dropping the C-bomb. Probably because it was like TV or something. They probably said, welcome home. Carla. Cornflake. Or Carla. Carla. Yeah, or Carla. Yeah. Well, that's what we thought yeah, she... Yeah, they overdubbed those cornflake. Welcome home, Cornflake. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be... Well, that's the thing is, I thought he did say Carla. That's why I wanted to rewind it yeah. to hear it. Nope, it was full on C-word. Full on That was... C-U-N-T. I don't know. I thought that was pretty, like, wow. He's got yeah. some balls. pretty... Thought, well, the, the film was racy. Yeah. So at that point, what did it matter? Throw a... Throw out a C word? Who cares but at that point? They, yep, they, they've covered the gambit. They, <laughs> yeah. They've covered, they've covered the, the beard and flannel. Yeah. Let's see. Well, let's go run down our checklist. We're missing a... We got beards, flannel, liquid hydrogen, poltergeist rape. We're missing a cunt. Wait, wait, no. Poltergeist rape. Uh, poltergeist jizz. Yeah. <laughs> 
they got that in there too. We're a shower curtain. Oh, all we're missing on our checklist is a cunt. Boom. Welcome Last back. And as, soon as, and as soon as it said, credits Movie roll. Center, yeah. <laughs> End of the film. End of the film. Yep, movie's over. Oh, well. Well, thank you, ladies. I have a feeling this is going to be the first in many of these, yeah. which we'll come back hey. and do these. We'll do paranormal. Well, Casey will be our featured guest on paranormally based horror yes, films. Yes, or well, any, honestly. I'll yes. watch any. Well, yes. we were talking about do, watching the three Poltergeist films. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe we'll, maybe that'll be. I've only seen the first one and parts yes, of the too. second. And I do recall it was not good. I don't, this is the thing is, I'm almost tempted to not even, we don't even watch the first one. We just watch the second and third movie. Okay. Just skip the... Everyone's talked the first one to death. We can watch maybe the first one. We can watch maybe the first one independently to refresh. And then watch... And then watch yeah. two sure, and three sure. together. Sure, we can do that. Yeah, we that, can do that. That, that sounds okay. great. Well, there we go, folks. Casey, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Amanda, as always. Good night. And uh, obviously, I'm your host, Derek Carey. You can find Astro Radio Z at astroradioz.com. You can get us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Tune in anywhere where you find podcasts. You can subscribe and download us. We're also on YouTube now. You can get YouTube versions of of the the podcast with visual elements all included. If you would like to contact me about being on the show or any show ideas, or if you are an independent filmmaker or a musician and you'd like to have your work highlighted on Astro Radio Z, you can contact me at astroradiozpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to talk to you guys. So next week, Prepare yourselves. We've already, a lot of the the guests on my show have already watched the films. Get ready. Part two of the Howling franchise episodes is coming at you next week. Howling four, five, and six. And let me tell you, my crew doesn't sound happy. (laughs) So prepare yourselves. Until next week, happy ghost rapes. Come on.